This is the TJ Show podcast. Our producer Kenny's in this amazing relationship. It's been over six months, right? Yeah. Going strong. His girlfriend is a Phillies fan. You found yourself at the Phillies game yeah. yesterday. Wow, what, a, what an atmosphere. That was quite a good time. We're close enough uh, to that stadium where we are on the East Coast. And I think that's nice. You care to do something that she wants to do, even though you're a New York sports team fan. Yeah, I'm a Mets fan. Kenny wired himself up with a microphone <laughs> yeah. just to record the whole experience. And we were going through the audio today. He is like way too passionate at these sports games. I'm concerned for him. Was he amped? Super amped? Yeah, that's not even the, really the word. I want to play it for you so you can hear it. Yeah, I want to hear it. I think there might be a problem here, but I also don't want to be judgy because maybe he's just having a good time, okay. but it sounds to me like a problem. Bye-bye, Elder, you bum! So right off the bat, he's calling someone a bum, which just they sounds sort of mean. Who are you calling a bum? Uh, the pitcher for the Braves, he got taken out of the game after getting spanked. Well, so why do that? Because all the other Phillies fans were doing it too, and I kind of felt this, you know, solidarity with the Phillies fans. I had a hard time rooting for the Phillies as a Mets fan, but I had no problem rooting against the Braves. So at least we had that in common. <laughs> There's something about being in certain atmospheres where you you start to act differently, and yeah, it rubs you, off on you. You take on. I, I famously there was a story I heard. Um, a pastor I know in Boston. He was at a Patriots game. Yeah, and you know here he is Sunday mornings preaching. Right, he's at that Pats game. He's ready to fight the guy in front of him. I mean, He's like, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. I got to check it myself. It gets in your blood. Yeah. You stink. You're terrible. <laughs> and you stink too. I don't even know who you are yet. Boom. You're not even making sense. <laughs> are you uh, under the influence of anything here? I had a gummy or two before the oh, game. Okay. Oh, man. Well, there you go. Check his hand. He's a cheater. <laughs> He's a filthy cheater. Do you know who that is, and do you know if he's a cheater? No, no, but... He, <laughs> he's out there yelling stuff. Yeah, he was the pitcher that came in for Elder who got taken out, and before they get to the mound, the umpires check their hands and their hats to make sure they're not carrying any pine tar or, or something that they could use that would be illegal in the game. Hmm. So you're just, like, accusing him of something I just, terrible. Yeah, well, again, so the Phillies fans were looking back at me laughing, so they were encouraging me. Allison was <laughs> laughing. All Kenny needs is a spotlight, and he's ready to go. If they approve of it, Kenny's like, I will call everyone a cheater. <laughs> Now, you sound very frustrated there. Do you really care that much? No. No. <laughs> of course you don't. Who could care that much? No one. Ah! <laughs> I mean, I hear, is your girlfriend yeah, uncomfortable? I laughing. Listen to her laughing. <laughs> I feel so bad for her. She was having fun. I think she's trying to cover up. This is a flaw. No, I mean, I don't know. Give it six more months and go to another game, and then she's still laughing, then she likes it. <laughs> Came to a West Philadelphia playground beatdown. Kenny. That was cringe. Yeah, right? <laughs> I thought it was cringe. a clever line, you know? It's uh, Fresh you, Prince, West Philadelphia. No, I got it. I okay. got it. I'm sure all the fans around him are probably like, okay, it's enough, but right. you've said enough. More like the Atlanta Bums! They're playing the Braves. You get it with the B? Yeah, I got it. Mm -hmm. The Atlanta barely made it to the ballpark! <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. That's funny. They were all there, yeah. right? <laughs> The whole team showed up. The team did. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Well, that, that, we can argue that. Okay. There you go. Can of corn. Can of corn. Are you saying candy corn? No, I'm saying can of corn. It's an old baseball saying for when someone makes an easy fly ball catch. Oh, I've never heard that. What does that mean? So 
somebody, one of my old baseball coaches actually explained this because I asked that same question when he said it years ago, but it goes back to old grocery store clerks when they were getting canned vegetables off the top shelf, they would hit it with a stick and then catch it. And it, if it was an easy catch, it was a, like catching a can of corn. Can of corn. Look at that. Okay. Can of corn. A little baseball history there. I like <laughs> Thank it. You. Well, take me out to the ball game. <laughs> Just don't bring me with Kenny. Right. I don't oh, want to go with Kenny. You'll have no, fun. I think you had a great time. So yeah. are they going to win this thing or what? If last night was any indication, I mean, Bryce Harper had two home runs. Uh, it was a beatdown last night. They play tonight, and if they win, they go on to the NLCS. They'll play the Diamondbacks. Arizona, right? Yep. See, I don't. I really don't watch sports, but I watched so much baseball when I was a kid before they went on strike in the 90s yeah. that I know where most of the teams are from. Go ahead. Test me real quick. Give me <laughs> Let's one. do it. Okay. Uh, so the Rangers. Texas. There. Very good. Uh, what about the Astros? Houston. Also in Texas, Brewers. good job. I thought I, I thought I'd fool you there. Keep How going. about the Brewers? Uh, Milwaukee. Oh man, yeah. Well Come on. done, Marlin. Till I go wrong. How about the Marlins? Uh, Florida. Where? Uh, Miami. Yeah. Dang. What, what about the Rays? The Rays. Ooh, that's a tricky one because that came later, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, ooh, Rays. See, that was after I was way done. Detroit. Do, do, do. Yeah. Nah, Tampa. In Florida too. Tampa Rays. Tampa that's Rays. right. Yeah. That's where the Yankees practice. Yeah, they have a facility down there. Yeah. See, I know that. You know that. Got too prideful there. You got me. You got me with the rate. I should have known that. You did pretty good. I should have known that. I'm sort of going back and forth on whether or not I should play this. Okay, I'll play it. What is it? <laughs> it, well, it's a personal message that my wife Jess sent me yesterday. It was a voice message. And she was upset about something that I said on the radio show. Oh. I, was, I was telling a story about how she went to pick up a pizza. She had our three girls with us. And it, she took a bag, and the person behind the counter said, you're all set. Well, there was only a salad in there, and she didn't realize it. So she gets home. There's no pizza. I call the pizza shop, and I go, hey, we'd like a refund. They have a terrible attitude, and they essentially say, no, it's your fault. And so I just let it go. And I just I relayed the story yesterday, and Jess felt like I wrongfully represented her. Huh. And so, you're having to apologize a lot lately. I know. I don't know. What, I'm just telling these stories that are happening. Hey, TJ. Uh, I'm in the car with Charlie, and we were just listening to your show. I could tell already she's not happy. Just from Mm -hmm. that little nuance, ah, we're listening to your show. If she liked it, she'd say, we were listening to your show. Right. (laughs) And we were listening to you tell the pizza story. And Charlie and I both looked at each other, and Charlie actually said, Mom, why does Dada make you sound so dumb? It sounds like this. Well, you have three kids with me. Yeah. Yeah. So now, that's my eight-year-old daughter Charlie's perception of how I'm sounding when I'm. But you know, I'm not trying to make Jess sound dumb. She's one of the smartest people I know. I mean, she's a genius. I say that all the time. And she also forgot to take the pizza that she ordered. Now, in fairness to her, she didn't know if it was in the bag or not. I mean, it was a big bag. But the guy did tell her she's all set. She was done. It's confusing. And she's got three kids. So I'm not saying she was wrong. Yeah. I thought you were pretty fair retelling that story yesterday. Thank you, Kenneth. Maybe with that one exception. You're on the wrong side. I would not choose TJ's side. (laughs) But the one exception being that impression that you did that Charlie just reminded me of when you did say, I have three kids. Yeah, no, I, yeah, okay. So it sounded more like, I have three children. (laughs) And I'm a scholar. I was just like, oh my goodness, there's no pizza in here. That's exactly how I sounded. You sound like grandma. Yeah, you made me sound like this hysterical person. 
just wasn't the case. Like, do I need to get a radio show to just tell my side of these stories? Yes. I hope she doesn't. Yes, please. I really hope she does Because if she gets a radio show, I don't know that I can compete with that. <laughs> I, th- I think she'll slap us down. I mean, she's, she would be really good on the she radio. She would be. Because I just feel like I'm being very unfairly represented. And maybe it was my fault about the pizza, but no one said your pizza's coming or here's your salad. The other half, they literally handed me a big brown bag that was folded and said, you're all set. Yeah, no, I agree. Totally confusing, right? How the heck do you know? Here's the thing. She's trusting the person at the shop to be legit. And if she has the three girls, y'all's three girls with her, she's not thinking about, do I need to check this person? She's believing what they're saying. Yeah, and by the way, Jabo, I found out I don't, I don't normally gossip, but uh, our producer, Heather, lives near this pizza place. Okay. She can't stand it. So, mm. right? Isn't that, isn't that right? Pretty bad pizza? Not great. <laughs> so maybe they did you a service. Yeah, right. I know. We didn't have to eat bad pizza. Mm-hmm. It all worked out. One of my children, who I will not name here, was crying because I wouldn't buy her a cookie. Can you figure out who that, that is? <laughs> uh, you didn't I'm want to say... Well, no, don't say it. We don't want to embarrass her. No. So there was a lot going on, but they said, you're all set. So you're good to go. But maybe it was my fault. Maybe I should have just, I just thought the bag was big enough for a pizza box. And I did have three kids and one was like having a tantrum. I heard the lady say, you're all set. Oh, there's backup. (laughs) Eight-year-old Charlie. Thank you, Charlie. Thank you, TJ, for listening. Yeah, no, of course. I always want to listen, and I called Jess, and I was like, hey, I'm sorry if I if it was misrepresented, and please don't get a radio show. I, I just, <laughs> I don't, I don't. That's really the, why you're saying that, sorry. Yeah, I'm not nervous about any of these other radio people, but I'd be nervous about <laughs> Jessica. She, I mean, she's talented. She really is. Anyway, thank you for turning on the TJ show today. My wife's a genius, right? Yes, she is. Yeah, yeah there you go. Kenny? Road scholar. <laughs> there it is. j Yes, TJ. Why would you send this to my DMs? Because what I think we, it's worth a conversation. What's wrong with you? No. You know you're going to annoy me with this. But you opened it. <laughs> this happens every single time. Every time there's supposedly a Bigfoot sighting, mm-hmm. which I don't believe there is a Bigfoot. I don't know. Why isn't there? But there are many people who do believe there's a Bigfoot. And somebody I know personally claims they had an interaction with Bigfoot, although they didn't see him. So, a lot of people feeling a whole lot of feelings about this subject. Did Bigfoot call your friend? No, he was in the middle of the woods hunting, and he heard what he described as backwards talking. Uh, Now, mm. I happen to think it was a bird. That's aliens. Yeah, but birds make really weird sounds in the middle of the night. I think a lot of times when people think they hear Bigfoot, it's really some weird bird we don't really know about. Well, if aliens exist, why can't Bigfoot exist? Well, I guess it could, but... Apparently, there was a Bigfoot sighting, and this guy, quote, caught it on video. Now, what annoys me about these stories is that <laughs> every time we have any sort of an alien or Bigfoot sighting, the picture is never clear. I mean, never. This one is no different. He, it's all jostling around. Apparently, the guy was on a train. How convenient. You know, this moving train is taking him somewhere, and then there's this... I'm going to just say it was a guy in a costume. I mean, he Out. went through the middle of Colorado. Yeah. j there's no way that this isn't a guy in a costume who looks exactly like the Bigfoot that's represented in movies, in TV shows, like with the big open face, yeah, all Harry the hair. and the Hendersons. Yeah, it's literally that from that movie. Yeah. Out in the wild, and people are like, look, we found... And everyone's like, whoa. But there are some commenters who are saying, this is total nonsense. And that's what I want to focus on here. 
because people are responding to this supposed Bigfoot sighting. And look, another one says, all these great phones out there, but every sighting is a blur for some reason. <laughs> that is true. Cry face emoji. That is emoji. frustrating. Uh, another one. Tune in tomorrow for more distractions like this. So some are saying this is a distraction from everything <laughs> happening in the world. Another one points out, in a world of deep fakes, of course we should believe this. This is true. There's literally an almost identical uh, copy of Tom Cruise out there, right, on the internet? Yeah. It looks like Tom. Yeah. And it's fake. It's a computer who has been programmed to be Tom. Why in the world do we think that you couldn't create, I mean, literally in the world of Pixar, Pixar could have done this. I mean, you could, you're right. You could create this now, but 10, 15, 20 years ago when there were sightings of Bigfoot, what was, what was the thing then? They went making deep fakes then. Where's the video? Have you seen videos? There were photos in front of like newspaper articles and all this Mm, stuff. I I don't know. Those were blurry too. With all the 4K devices, these videos still look like they're being recorded with a toaster. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) That's a good way to put it. That's somebody's uncle bored on a Saturday. Now, I agree. You know, this is what's... Kenny's an uncle now. You would totally do something like this. Oh, sure. Just the other day, I was dressed up in a chicken costume. I mean, I'm I'm not above anything. (laughs) That is true. You're right. You were. That was me. I missed my wax appointment, says another funny. commenter. That's great. Yeah, if you ever want to laugh, you just if you want to laugh and be disturbed and cry, read the comments. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and be angry. Yeah, read you'll, the comments. you'll find if you're just in the mood of like feeling the whole emotional wheel, mm-hmm. just go in the comments section on Instagram. After all the AI in the world, I don't believe this. And finally it says, It's Halloween. Bruh. He was on his way to a party. Bruh. So, <laughs> take it for what it's worth. Uh, I do see the headline, TMZ is reporting. So, that also makes me wonder right. what's like, going mm, on there. I don't know about this. But uh, someone has claimed they've seen Bigfoot, and there is a video floating around. I don't believe it. This is the TJ Show. It seems there are a lot of headlines about wild animals today. I'm a big fan of wild animals. Yeah, doing funny things. I just love them. This is a, a bit of a sad story, but I kind of understand it. It was a sighting of a deer with a collar on, mm-hmm. and the word pet was painted across the deer. Now, it makes me sad, because why would someone paint a deer? Yeah. But the collar is cute, and I understand wanting to have a deer as a pet, but I know that it's wrong, and know that the worst thing we could do with a deer that's wild is to start interacting with it and try to make it our pet. There's a lot of reasons. I mean, this, right. this deer could be fine in one season, And the next season, it's aggressive because it has hormones flowing through its body or whatever. But but they're cute. So it's hard. What do you do? But also, if you make a deer a pet, it could become very accustomed to humans. And then when it's hunting season... It's yeah. an easy goner. That's right. You're basically inviting it to get shot. Right. So Perhaps that's why they labeled it. Pet, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. But still sad. <laughs> Kenny, you're right. They did think ahead on that. I think so. But if you were a deer, would you want pet painted across your body? No. But would you find it funny if you were other deer? <laughs> oh, he'd be he'd be picked on for sure. Right. Oh, yeah. I'd, if I was a deer and I was out in the wilderness and I saw another deer that said pet, right. I would assume that deer was weak. I, I would mean, pick right. on the deer. I mean, think about if Kenny took his shirt off and it just said deer across <laughs> his chest. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you had a whole tattoo of like a buck, that would be kind of cool. Yeah. Now, wait a minute. So a deer figured out how to use its hoof <laughs> to just write on you, Kenny? What happened? Yeah. Tell me the story. Yeah. Bam. Bambi got angry at the end, you know? <laughs> Seriously. Well, the uh, 
so Missouri officials are warning, please don't do this. This is not right. We're concerned for the health of the deer. And they've also, they've got diseases. Like there's this disease that deer have called chronic wasting disease, which sounds horrible. Oh my goodness. I mean, way worse than your average cold, right? Right. And, And these deer are not animals that you want to start messing with. And uh, there's so many reasons, many of which we just mentioned. And then there's another video of an elk. Now, is an elk like just a really huge deer? That's a separate animal. <laughs> I'm sure they're related, but they're a separate animal. Yeah. But an elk and a deer could probably get together, right? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like elks are way bigger than deer. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. The uh, TikToker captured footage of a bull elk outside of a laundromat in Colorado, which, funny. That's Fair. hilarious. Yeah. And the video shows a guy trying to approach the creature with food. Like, you. Ding dong. Why would anyone want to walk up to such an aggressive, huge animal? I mean, if you're watching anything about any elk, most times it ends with them ramming their head into whatever they're looking at. I would stay way far away. I'd watch it from a distance. I'd make sure I'd, I was in my car, protected. I'd take pictures of it, but I'm not going near it. And I think right now it's like mating season for elk. So you yep. don't want to be near one. I, I don't have my elk mating season calendar handy, but I believe you. I mean, I'm just saying all the articles <laughs> that I've come across, I'm saying, you know, officials saying, hey, be careful, it's mating season. Yeah, and they, they are putting out big warnings and they're even calling this man a Toron. Now, a Toron is something I've never heard of before. It's when you add a tourist and a moron together. and you <laughs> That suits him then. <laughs> a Toron. I missed that class in math class, nice. but that's a great equation. And uh, thankfully, he was not hurt, but they're putting out all kinds of warnings. The Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation is saying bull elks can grow to around five feet tall, can weigh as much as 700 pounds. Like, even if the oh elk wanted goodness. to be nice and say hi, and it just happened to trip, it's dangerous. But if you could have a wild animal as a pet, which one would you want? Elephant. What about you? I've said this before, a manatee. I would like to have a manatee in a pool backyard. That's really inconvenient. I would choose raccoon. Oh, that's gross. Well, but imagine like they're so great. Just the way they look. They would head. eat all your food. They've got built-in clothes, like fashion. They're fashionable animals. <laughs> if you had okay. that thing pretty well trained, yeah. that would be a lot of fun. For I'm sure. also, I'm on a raccoon kick again because I saw a TikTok video of, did you send this to me? I don't you, know, you sent me it? videos like this. It was the one where the lady's in the car and the raccoon's riding on her neck. No, that wasn't me. Okay, somebody that must said, have been Kenny. Yeah, somebody knows that I love raccoons. <laughs> yeah. I Googled whether or not an elk and a deer can reproduce. Yeah. According to the Idaho State Department of Agriculture website, indeed they can. Wow, a delk. Yeah, they well they call it what an elk deer hybrid. Like? They call it an elk deer hybrid? Why yeah. wouldn't they just call it a delk? Let's. I'm gonna write the. Please write them. Of, write them right now. Let them yeah. know. I'm gonna. I'm not. Delk is a better name. I haven't been in the the science journal business, but I I'm about to get into it. There was a lottery winner last night. It probably wasn't you. How are you holding up, Jabo? I mean, I didn't play, oh, okay. so I know it wasn't me. Kenny, how are you holding up? I am disappointed. I played and I lost. How many tickets did you order? I bought seven tickets. I did. The power play on each of them, so I spent twenty one dollars. Twenty one dollars. All right, it's not that much. Kenny hit the streets yesterday before the big winner was drawn, and did some interviews. Have you bought your Powerball tickets yet? I have not, but my friends have. Are you planning on? I do. I am planning on buying one. One point seven three billion dollars is a lot of money. Yeah, it is. So what are you gonna do when you don't win? 
Oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> now, wow. Normally, I would say that's a very rude question, but I can't because you were right. When I don't win, I'm going to continue to live my broke American life. <laughs> if you do win, I mean, that's... If I do win, I'm going to donate at least most of it to dogs and animals. <laughs> That's amazing. Mm-hmm. I think I'd be a little bit more selfish. No, I, I'm going to be selfish with the humans, but the animals can have it. Oh, that's that is. Very I love nice. that. I love her. Hey, my dog Luna is going to love that. <laughs> that's so nice. Now, would you be someone who remains anonymous, or would you go Absolutely, public? Absolutely, from my mama as well. Absolutely, no one can know. Not even my mom. She's going to hide it from her mom. <laughs> but next thing you know, you're driving around in a Lamborghini or something like that. What what, what if they ask questions? Well, I'll send him a little check or something, but just don't bother me. You know, change my number, go through my assistant. <laughs> Did you buy your Powerball ticket yet? Not yet. You going to win that $1.73 I hope billion? So. I hope so. What would you do with the money? Pay off my student loans. Amen to that. Good. I'd move to Costa Rica. Oh, cool. Would you Same. tell anybody that you won the lottery? Absolutely not. Like, what about your parents no. or your family? I just pay their bills and... Never see them again. So magically, oh. <laughs> their bills are paid, but they don't know it came from you? Absolutely. Wow, wouldn't even want to see his parents again. <laughs> uh, nice of him to pay their bills, though. All right, man. Thank you so much for no your problem. take on this. I appreciate it. Take, it take care. Yeah, it's good to dream. Okay. Did you buy your lottery ticket yet? No, nah, don't do lottery tickets. Oh. No, not even the Powerball? $1.73 nah, billion? Dollars? Nah, not even that. I'm, I'm blessed. I'm all right. See, I appreciate that. You just hold firm. You don't give in to the peer pressure of everyone saying you got to play or the office pools. You know, we, we didn't have an office pool here. I was very grateful for that. I thought for sure Kenny would start that. Well, Kenny knows better than that. He knows you wouldn't be down for that. Neither would camera guy Josh. Yeah, I, but I am down for it, though. When I when I get the pressure in the office, that's the only time I ever play the lottery. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't want to... Uh... Next time then, Kenny. Well, imagine... Not going in on the office pool and then the rest of your office wins the lottery? Yeah, do you know... That's Cam- got to be terrible. Camera guy Josh used to be a teacher, and he had a couple scenarios where he was put in a very uncomfortable position, right? The teachers love to put together the lottery pool. Oh, yeah. And a school's, you know, got 100 teachers in it, so that's 100 lottery tickets. And you refused to uh-huh. be a part of it. And what happened? How were you treated? Oh, I was I was the mock of the building. Everyone <laughs> came in making fun of it's me. They would act like they'd come in offering me to be a part of the pool. Like, oh, no, 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 no. I forgot. <laughs> you don't play the lottery. Now, what, did they say they would give you any if you, they won? Would well, they really hold it from you? One teacher came in and said, you know what? I'll set up a college fund for your daughter. How about that? And, you know, which is just more making fun of me. <laughs> At least you'll take care of your kid. Yeah, I mean, that's no, I'm like, fine, I'll take it. Yeah, when you don't win, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Creates a lot of tension in the office. You're, I think, one of the few. I think a lot of people are buying tickets. Well, I mean, it's their choice. If they have it, you know, hey, it's all good for them. Yeah, have fun. Exactly. Have a great time. It seems like it's not that much fun, but if you're having fun, all right, there you go. This is the TJ Show. Congrats to that one person in California who won $1.7 billion. Now, does he have to reveal himself? In California, you do have to come forward, and we learned this because the last billion-plus jackpot was a California resident as well. All we know right now is they talked to the liquor store clerk who sold the ticket, and he said something along the lines of, so many people come in, buy their lottery tickets every day, and several people have promised me a new truck if they won. So he's wondering, where's his new truck? That's that's cash brother. Wow, so we don't know who won. Don't know if it's a guy, girl. They're assuming it's a resident that lives nearby, but they don't know. We're all watching, trying to get his phone number. About seven years ago, my wife bought me a gift, 
and I really love it and I cherish it. It's a watch that I wear and it's an old school watch. It's not the iPhone watch. It's not anything digital, totally analog, runs on a battery. Yeah, it's a nice watch. Thanks. And I, it's special to me because she bought it and I just thought that was so cool that she would think to get something like this. And I never even wore a watch before this. She just right. sort of introduced this to my life. But you wore it because she bought it for you. Yeah, and I've grown to like it. And so about, uh, I don't know, three or four months ago, I was in New York City, and the band that I had from when I first had it started breaking. And so I went and found the store, and right there in the store, they started repairing it. It was a really easy fix. They just put a new band on. That's cool. Super convenient. And while I was there, a man entered the store, and he was sort of huffing and puffing, and he was like, I just want to tell you guys. I've had my watch now for four weeks, and this watch doesn't keep the time. And I heard what his complaint was, and it sounded like it was either a second too short or a second too fast, and it really annoyed him. And it wasn't until he said that that I even was thinking about whether or not my watch was keeping the time or not. And so I started comparing my watch with my iPhone. And I wanted to get it to be the exact second that it is on our iPhone time. Because yeah. that's like the world time, right? Yeah. Like right. atomic time. Mm-hmm. And so I started doing that. And maybe I missed it by one or two seconds when I said it. And now it annoys me if my watch is not exactly matched to my iPhone. But what I thought was interesting about that was it didn't even dawn on me to be annoyed by that until I heard someone else complain about it. Mm-hmm. And so it really spoke to me that it matters so much who we're hanging around. Oh, yes. My life was perfectly fine. I was totally fine with my watch. I love that it worked. It was in great shape. It didn't matter to me if it was a minute or two short or fast. I just liked having a watch. Now I heard that complaint and I'm aware of it. And I go, oh, oh yeah, I want to be upset about that too. And it's like, how many things would we not care about? Would it not be for other people influencing the way we feel? I feel that way when it comes to social. Sometimes if I spend a weekend, like if I take a social break for the weekend, I don't know what's going on. And then, you know, Monday comes around, I jump back on social and I'm like, oh, this is what everybody was mad about this weekend. Yeah. And I was at peace. You were fine. I was fine. Right. What you allow to surround yourself with will seep into you, whether it be people you hang out with or what you're finding on social. Yeah. Well, I guess my question is, is the watch actually moving too fast or too slow or is it just set at the wrong time? I think what he was implying is that the watch was actually going faster or slower than it was supposed to. Yeah. In which case, that can compound uh, over time and and cause some problems for you. Yeah, well, you guys would be buddies. Yeah. You'd be hanging out. No, I mean, I guess I get it if you're spending spending a bunch of money on a watch, you want it to work and do the thing it's supposed to do, which is tell the time exactly. It's fine. This is the TJ Show, our news. It sounds a whole lot different around here. Our producer, Kenny, he reads through every story he can find, and then he brings us the most interesting ones. Kenny, what is happening in the world on this Thursday? So we're finally learning what NASA brought back from the probe it sent to the asteroid Bennu, almost 60 million miles away from planet Earth. Can we just take a moment and recognize how just incredible that is, that they were able to get that far retrieve rocks and whatever else is on this thing and bring it back safely. That is incredible technology. I believe it, yeah. Black dust and rubble, for the most part, but that black dust and rubble can teach us something, according to scientists. They say the samples were rich in carbon and contain water-bearing clay minerals that date back to the birth of our solar system. How about that? So the fact that that there was water on this asteroid in some form supports theories that suggest that water got to Earth on the back of an asteroid or something like it. Huh. So perhaps the whole reason there is life on Earth 
is because some asteroid or comet hit this planet millions, billions of years ago, and it all started from there. That's at least what they're theorizing, and what they've brought back supports that theory. A lot of mystery in this universe, right? A lot of questions that need answers. Either way, scientists say that the science has only started, but they are excited with what they found and are calling these findings a scientific treasure. And also, in all fairness, they better spin it into sounding like something cool. They're yeah, they go spent through a all, lot of money. Yeah, Seriously. They spend all that money. <laughs> they, they got back a big packet of dust, and yeah. they're like, uh, it kind of looks like what's inside of a vacuum cleaner. Yeah, what are we going to do? Just lie to me. I'll believe it. Just make something up. Right. Quick. Exactly. This yeah. is important carbon. Uh, <laughs> we have water. Okay, thank you. You know, it's funny. The canister that they brought it back in kind of looked like an ashtray. <laughs> so, yeah, you're, you're not that far off, TJ. Kenny, what else do you have? Well, tis the season for everything pumpkin, and another world record involving pumpkins has been broken. This time, a man from Missouri broke the record for the longest journey on a pumpkin boat. I mean, wow. I used to live in Missouri. I'm not surprised by that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I really am not. Oh, I didn't even know you could have a pumpkin <laughs> boat. Yeah, so just the same way you would carve a pumpkin to make a jack-o'-lantern, obviously you don't want to carve the holes for the face, right. but he <laughs> took a 1,200-pound pumpkin his vessel he calls Huckleberry and paddled 38 miles across the Missouri River. How about that? I just assumed it's porous or that there's like a little hole in the bottom. But it I guess floats. not. Yeah, yeah floats. No, it will float. He said he was cold, tired, but pleased with the results. The existing record was 37 miles. That was set last year. Look at that. Congratulations. Congratulations. Kenny, what else do you have? Thank Pete you. Davidson was hanging out with Jimmy Fallon on The Tonight Show, promoting that he will be hosting the season premiere of Saturday Night Live this weekend. It'll be the first SNL episode since the writer's strike ended and Pete's first time hosting since he left the cast. Pete revealed something interesting. He's apparently bought up the world's reserve of unopened VHS tapes. Why? What does that even mean? So he's buying... blank tapes? No, actual movies, but sealed, unopened movies. So he's gone through the internet and bought up what he says is every single unopened VHS tape that exists. He says three to 5,000 tapes. But what would lead somebody to do yeah, that? Like, wh- does it make sense? What, still waiting to hear Jabo's question answered. Yes. Right, Why? Same. I'm trying to answer all your questions here. He said he started collecting about three years ago. He said he got the idea because, quote, I was really high one night. Oh, well, that sort of, well, that, that makes sense now. <laughs> that explains a lot, yeah. yeah. But by his high logic, in 2026, it'll be 20 years since the last VHS tape was made. So he's thinking, much like old vinyl records have value today, VHS, uh, VHS tapes will someday have value of their own. But the record player is being reproduced. It's still existing. I haven't seen a VCR in a hot minute. <laughs> yeah, and also, to me, that is not the same thing. A record is a different listening experience. There's something about how a record was recorded. There's something about the audio quality. There's something different about how it comes through the speakers. Mm -hmm. And there are speakers from another era that were calibrated for that sound. A VHS tape is just a degraded quality. It's like the iPhone 1 versus the iPhone 15. So I don't know how that could be valuable. Well, he cited another collector who sold a VHS copy of the movie Rocky that went for $27,000. Okay. Who's buying that for 27 grand? You got to be kidding me. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. That's what he cited and indeed that's confirmed through reporting. He closed by telling Fallon, "Dude, if this doesn't work out, I'm going to be on the road forever." <laughs> yeah. Hope it works out for him. You know, it is funny. He's a comic. There, there you go. <laughs> Maybe he did it just for the bit. Yeah, there you go. No, I mean, I got to give him credit on that one. 
Kenny, what else do you have? Well, if you're planning on visiting either Disney World in Florida or Disneyland in California, you're going to be paying a little bit more to do so. Is that even possible? It's yeah, so I expensive it, already. I thought the price was so incredibly high that it could never go higher. <laughs> well, Disney announced that they are raising prices. They also announced recently that they're investing $60 billion into their park system. So perhaps this is how they're getting the money. There's a reason why they call it the Magic Kingdom. They keep up in the prices and more people keep <laughs> showing up. It's yeah. a magic it's a trick. Magic it is. Is. I don't know how. It is. How are they doing it? So at Disney World in Orlando, just for a few examples, annual price passes jumped by nearly 10%. The most expensive Increda Pass is now selling for $1,449. Oh my goodness. I mean, you can make payments on that. There's monthly payments you can make. I, I was raised in Florida, but still a lot of money. And But some people do it. Jaybo, monthly payments for cars and houses, not visiting Listen, Disney World I'm not one telling time. you to do it. I'm just saying that that's how people are able to pay for it. Parking's oh. going up, too. It used to cost $5. What? It's now going to cost $30 to park at oh Disney World. Oh, my gosh. What is wrong with these people? You better go find a 7-Eleven on the corner and walk. But I'm you out. don't want to go on the Millennium Falcon? Nope. Not if I could have the iPhone instead. Okay. Do the math. Yeah. Kenny... Anything else? Kenny's making those monthly payments. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Well, I believe it. This guy, he pays for streaming four days before it streams for free. Like, yeah. he'll buy a movie. He I've he's made get mistakes. It. <laughs> we all make mistakes, Yes, Kenny. we do. You're not alone in that. Anything else, Kenny? Breaking news, TJ. I have another bear video that you just have to see. I'm a big fan of bear videos. They never disappoint me. They're so cute. This one is great, and thankfully, yes, it was captured on video. A Florida man caught a bear mid-snack when he broke into his garage and ate a bunch of fish sticks and gobbled up a whole bunch of strawberry syrup. See, that bear has to be making someone laugh, because he could get a real fish. He could pluck it right out of the lake or whatever. Yeah. But fish sticks... I mean, that's just for us humans. <laughs> right. And so there's just such a funny laugh there for the other bear friends. Yeah, he had to work hard for the salmon out of the river, but for these fish sticks, the owner of the home has a good sense of humor about this and sees some similarities between himself and the bear. He loves strawberry syrup, and so does the bear. Did he use the strawberry syrup? Yeah. He just plucked right through it with one of his big bear claws. He dipped he, a fish stick in the strawberry oh, syrup. Nice. <laughs> He's advanced. Very delicately. <laughs> yeah. yeah, nice. Well, yeah, he somehow opened the package and just lapped it up, according to the video. Love bears. If I could have a bear as a pet and know I'd be safe, I would totally do it. And if there's ever a movement to make that happen, like maybe they can manufacture a smaller size bear, I'm in. I love them. Well, they do have these, like, cute little red pandas. Yeah, but they get so angry because they're little. Yeah. And I hear koala bears also very cute, but <laughs> I, I hear they're also angry. Sense, but okay. Well, when you're a tiny bear like that, and you've got these big grizzly bears getting all the attention, it's, they it's act frustrating. Out. That's yeah. how they get angry. Mm-hmm. Okay, Kenny, what else do you have? This was a sad sight in Michigan, but thankfully it all worked out okay. For three days, a dog was spotted and reported to authorities walking around Michigan neighborhoods with a plastic cheese ball container stuck over its head. Oh, that poor baby. So sad, but it was probably a bear that did it to him. Just because he thought it would be funny. After three days, one member of the public was able to catch the dog and brought him into Last Stop Animal Rescue and Sanctuary in Carleton, Michigan. They were able to successfully rescue the dog from the cheese ball container. They have now nicknamed the dog Cheeto. Unfortunately, the dog didn't have any ID tags or microchips, so they are working to find the dog's owner. But if not, they will work to find it a forever home. Oh, 
That's very sweet. Glad the dog's doing okay. And I'm wondering if that's what happened to my dog, Luna. Her head smells a little bit like cheese. <laughs> she got she her got... head stuck yeah. in a thing of cheese balls. Yeah, maybe she figured out how to get it off. We never saw it. That's a smart dog. I'll look into that. Kenny, what else do you have? You know, we talk a lot about financial literacy on this show, and we've often brought up that they should teach it more in schools. Totally. Well, one charter school in Washington, D.C., has been doing this for more than a decade, and they call the class Advanced Algebra with Financial Applications. It aims to give students a foundation in money management while they hone their math skills, and the discussions include conversations about credit, investment, and loans, along with lessons on compound interests and exponential equations. That's genius. That would make math class very interesting. That's what I'm saying. Hey, here's how you take $100, turn it into a 1000 with a math equation. Right, if I have Show to me. learn math, let it be something that I'm interested in. Money. Yeah. Well, the teacher who teaches this course in Washington attributes better student engagement to the class because they can see the connection between math and their future financial well-being. I love yeah. it. That's great to hear that. I would just encourage anyone who's struggling financially, it's never too late to get financially literate. And there's so many incredible resources out there, even as simple as going to Amazon, the book list, you go to the top popular list, some of my favorite finance guys. Um, I love Dave Ramsey. And let's say if you're kind of really tight and you can't afford to buy books, library, free, get a free library card. Yeah, or even used, you could get it for under five bucks. Yeah, it'll show up. That's what I started doing. I was like, why am I gonna spend all this money on buying these books if I can just get books for free at the library? It's a great point, it's a resource. I will say this is a growing movement in the United States. Since 2022, nine U.S. states have adopted laws or policies requiring personal finance education before students graduate from high school. So there are now 30 states that have laws on the books that require financial education in the high school system. Kenny, thank you for keeping us somewhat informed. That's what's happening, TJ. TJ. 